Mario and Jamie Hayes. Nice. You are now in tune with the boss of the business, the What the Heck Show, on UnionPowerRadio.com. Good afternoon, my brothers and sisters of Local 804 and Teamsters listening across the country. Today is Sunday, and it is, what is it, today's the 25th, April 25th, and we got a great show lined up for you guys here today. Um, uh, we actually have Mr. Holligan made it to the studio today. Uh, thank you for uh, taking the time out of your busy here. schedule, Jamie, to uh, to show up and, uh, and, ho- and help us host the show. I've been here. Let's go. <laughs> Sorry, Carl. I'm here. <laughs> and uh, our, <laughs> he's got a lot of booze. I don't know what's going on here in the studio. People seem to be very upset that Jamie's back. Come on, you, come on, folks. Take it easy. Every, every time you mention uh, Jamie, this is what you're gonna hear. <laughs> and that's Hector Fortis, the big bad wolf from Brush Avenue. Boo! Boo! <laughs> He's going to get a standing O. <laughs> and uh, we got a young member here today, uh, a 20, uh, 22-4. He's got about, what, two years now on the job? His name is Elliot. He's uh, from the Masbeth building, one of the larger buildings here in Queens. Thank you for stopping by, Elliot. You yeah, want to say what's up? Me. Yeah, what's up, everybody? Glad to be here. All right. Welcome, um, brother. Welcome, Brother Elliot. Uh, we're going to start the show with a couple of condolences for uh, some past members who have passed away. Um, one of the members actually was a pretty big deal quite a couple years ago. He was the vice president of our local. Um, so we're going to just play this song as we normally do for our fallen members. And we're going to start mentioning some of the names of the people that have passed away. John Brown was a member of the Local 804 e-board. And he was a fighter. And he had very close and personal relationships with many of the, of the older board members that are still here. Like uh, Vinnie Perone and Chris Williamson especially. And um, he did a lot for this local. And uh, we want to give a super shout out to his family and 
we're so sorry for their loss it's a big loss not just to their family but it's a big loss to the union family also he was it's quite quite a man we're very sorry for your loss may he rest in peace we also lost another member a very well respected member named Seely from Queens North he uh, was very well known also and loved by by many of the uh, the members there and uh, a big shout out to Seely may you rest in peace brother God bless you and your family through these uh, troublesome times. If anybody from any of those buildings is listening and has any information on any GoFundMe pages or anything that we can do to help, please let us know. And out of our local, there was a member that was uh, that was tragically taken in a very bad car accident. That was in uh, Florida. Uh... Let me see if I get her information real quick. I uh, don't know if there's a GoFundMe page. But if there are any listeners from Florida, again, if you have any information on some of those GoFundMe pages, please let us know. Uh, her name was Cassidy Jane, and she was with the Teamsters Local 512. She worked very closely with Dave Schneider and Justin and Dustin Ponder out there trying to help them get elected when they were running for office and she was an outgoing member she was very young 23 years old and she already you know did a lot of work as a fighter and showing that she was there to fight for the members so rest in peace miss cassidy jane and um scott metis we regret, you know, another member we lost. It was a former driver from uh, Flushing and a longtime mem member in Melville. Uh, Scott Metis, rest in peace, brother. So we have suffered quite a few losses over the last couple uh, weeks and months. And again, anybody who's anybody who's been. Uh, dealing with a hard time because of the pandemic losing family it's uh, we we know we're you know the vaccines out and people are taking it and we're starting to get um inoculated and but at the end of the day people are still losing uh close members of their families to this um to this virus so our hearts and our prayers go out to all of those that are being affected by it and anybody who's lost a loved one over the last couple of months uh we're gonna cut the music here and we're gonna take a quick moment of silence All right, thank you all. We appreciate you guys. I, I know sometimes it's rough starting the show on a somber note, but we wanted to make sure those people got acknowledged. Um, so, uh, first thing I want to touch on is uh, there's a lot going on over in our Laurelton facility. Um, as you know, many of the members that are listening and you know some abroad that don't know, uh, we have been dealing with uh, 10 part-timers who were discharged unjustly without just cause, without union representation. Um, these part-timers just wanted to work their five hours and go home. When you and say without union representation, I mean, there was no shop steward? 
available at the time? Or apparently there was no shop steward available or the shop steward wasn't called or brought into the, which is, we all know is a violation of the wine garden rights. And uh, I don't know the whole story, but I definitely know that these members were discharged and they, they wanted to, to, you know, they, they were discharged for not wanting to work past their five hours. Two of them were two pregnant women. Um, one of them is about seven and a half months pregnant. The other one's eight months pregnant. Um, there was a father out of those 10 people also that has a special needs child. And um, a lot of people know that as part-timers, you're, you're here to do a job, but at the same time, many part-timers either have other jobs. And when you say past their five hours, is that in the contract where five hours, they don't have to work past their Well, five yeah, hours? There's, no, there's no mandatory overtime for part-time employees. It's all, you know, voluntary overtime. As you know, you know, as being a driver, there is a sort of mandatory overtime, and we have the 9-5 protection. And we have that, but as far as part-timers go, they are guaranteed three and a half hours, and uh, they can hold them up to five. But other than that, that that's on you know that's the the employee's discretion whether they want to work that overtime or not. It, it's not supposed to be forced upon them, and um, so that's where we're at. What I want to so, talk so, about. So basically, they they need to start hiring people. Well, well, yeah, they should because they're trying to force people to work, you know, six, seven, eight hours for, for that. For that matter, you might as well make them part time. All through this pandemic, there have been part timers that have been working close to their eight hours a day. You know how many part timers that they're trying to rush out the building in two, three, three hours. Right. Well, it always depends on the you know? volume. But oh. if they want to keep these guys, they should make them full time. Right. If they want to keep them past five hours. I mean, people got other jobs to, you know, to do the, what they the have to do. Them, yeah. I mean, this this part time, they doing it because, you know, they have another job and they got to support their families and they, they have the right. I mean, it says uh, 3.5 hours of guarantee time and up to five hours. And then if you want to leave in five hours, you leave in five hours when you have to have another job. A lot of a lot of guys, the part times, that's what they do. They have secondary jobs right. that they have to go to, so they can't stay the past five hours. And if they could stay, they will stay. But if 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 the company wants them to stay, make them full time. There it goes. They yeah. won't have no problem with that. But they don't want to. They don't want to make them full time. They they want to make them, you know, as they what they want. You know, they want this uh, company to be of all part timers. That's what they. Right. That's what they will love. Well, uh, no, Greg. Uh, it was not a. There's not a working termination. They are fully terminated. They they're out on the street. These employees are not working. Now he was talking about Jamie. If he's on a working termination, <laughs> so uh, with Jamie, uh, we had a discussion. Uh, I did bring him back to uh, the radio show, temporary basis. He's on probation. He, so, he will be uh, once a month. I got no. I guarantee you, he will fuck that up too. <laughs> we were able to, uh, you know, how sometimes somebody doesn't show up on time, so we asked the manager to please change their start time and make it a little further back so they can make it on time. Well, we did the same thing with Jamie. He couldn't make every show, so we told him at least try to make it once a month, and uh, no disciplinary action will be taken upon him, and he will be under a probationary period. <laughs> so, so with the with the ten the ten part timers they brought back five of them no, no. they didn't they actually didn't bring back any no, no. not at all they, they brought them back to discharge them
and there's like a PR stunt. They brought him back for like a day, and then they told him, "Never mind, you're still." On Are the you kidding me? Yeah. yeah. Um, and uh, you want to take a call? A guy, Antoine. Oh yeah, sure. Let's take Antoine Andrews on the line. Antoine Andrews, is this Father Andrews on the line? Good afternoon, everyone. Good afternoon, Mr. Andrews. What's going on, my brother? What's up? What's up? Well, first of all, I'm calling to advocate for Jamie. (laughs) Don't don't make me hang up. Listen, I never hung up on. (laughs) I never hung up on you. Don't make me do it now, please. (laughs) Listen, 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 Hector. I'm glad you. You know you. You and Roe was able to settle something with, with Jamie to bring him back. So I appreciate you guys for that. Yeah. But on a serious note, yeah, I was calling to offer my condolence to um, to the family and friends of Scott Cassidy, Seeley, and jo- uh, John Brown. You know, I, I offer my thoughts and prayers to their family. I know John Brown is very close to, um, is very close to people like Chris uh, Williamson. You know, John has fought and his dedication has paved the way for us today. So, you know, I pray that his legacy, his legacy continues on. Hey, hey Antoine, what what e-boy was he working under? Do you remember that by chance? Well, this had to be, you know, when I started. And that was probably like in the early, like 1990-something. So I can't tell you. I, I heard a lot about him, but I can't tell you exactly what e-boy he was under. Okay. And, you know, another thing I want to touch on is, um, you know, we, we've been having a def- difficult year, a year and a half, you know, people passing away, losing relatives and, you know, people under stress and overwhelmed during COVID-19. And I always like to, you know, spread that information that we have teams of service and that no member or their family members should suffer alone. So there is help out there. Thank you for that, Antoine. Yes, there is absolutely help. Teams of Services is always there. And, uh, of course, you got members like Mr. Andrews himself, myself, who are always willing to give our numbers out and help in any way we can. Uh, Jamie, I wouldn't uh, give out his number because he very rarely shows up, so I don't know <laughs> if he'll be able to help out. But uh, he's always good there for financial advice. Right, Jamie? There we go. There we go. You know, it's also great to know that you guys have a 22-4, you know, visiting today. You know, I always like to encourage the 22-4s to continue to fight. I know they received the raw deal. And mostly, you know, I want to encourage my the season members to encourage the 22-4s and not, you know, ostracize them and put, push them to the side. They are hard workers like us and they deserve, you know, the best as well. So we're going to continue to fight for their best. Appreciate that, Mr. Andrews. Is there anything else you'd like to add, sir? And and last last but not least, you know, it was an epic week. I know you guys were talking about the Lawrence and rallies. Yes. Um, you know, injury to one is an injury to all. So, you know, we have to continue to fight for these members for their reinstatement. So let's let's do it, brothers. All right. And, and also that they're supposed to have a rally coming up tomorrow. Yes. Tomorrow, Six, yes, yes, absolutely. So we, we also encourage you the 22-4s to come out. Those 22-4s who, and any members who have a day off tomorrow, starting at 6.30, correct? Yes, at 6.30 at the Lowellton Building, 136-40 Springfield Boulevard. 
I want to thank you, uh, Mr. Andrews, for coming out from uh, from going to work mo that morning and then coming out and showing some love over at the uh, Laurelton Rally. We appreciate you, brother. Uh, absolutely, and I'll be, I'll be there tomorrow, more than likely. All right, watch out for that crazy right. panda. He's been doing a lot of karate moves. Yeah, no you one's... know, I, I don't know if you guys are going to talk about it, but a lot of guys are, you know, questioning the panda. So, you know, they want to know what's the deal. I, with I, the I'll talk. I'll talk <laughs> about that. I know the that. deal, but people want to know. Yeah, yeah well, right. no we'll, we'll let them know what, okay. what the panda means. All right. Uh, all right, guys, listen, thank you very much for, you know, your hard work, you know, your dedication, being on this radio every other week to provide information for the members. I appreciate you guys. Thank well, you, well, 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 don't don't go nowhere, brother, brother Antoine. Being there, <laughs> is he still on the phone? Yeah, he's still there. Yeah, I'm, I'm still oh. here. What's up? Yeah, being that you're there, um, I know I know we've been, the Foster and Fosterville building, been discussing the percentage, and we, me and... Elliot was discussing the percentage in Masper, right? Yeah. About the percentage when the twenty-five percent threshold. Twenty-five percent threshold. So being, RPCDs, right. so being that he's on the phone, we can let all the twenty-two fours know that's in Forster and Forsterville know that we're currently not at that twenty-five percent threshold yet. We're still slightly under by a hair. So as soon as yes. you know, we're gonna continue to monitor that percentage. So Hopefully, there's supposed to be a class coming yes, up this there's week. there's a class coming up this week. In Mass Prep, mm -hmm. because I seen some there, of them when I was doing there my better be, There better be some part-timers in that class. Yeah, there, there was is, a whole bunch of part-timers. That's, that's the problem. This company, what are they doing? They want to hire from the outside. They, you know, We're going to talk about also about the part-time. Uh, they have an agency now hiring uh, part-timers to come into the company. They're not doing the hiring anymore. They got an agency right. uh, hiring these part-timers and bringing them in. And they're not telling us what's going on. So it's it's it's, it's a lot of shit that they trying to do. And uh, thank God that, you know, we have good sharp uh, shop stores that are keeping in, you know, and I tell all my shops, if you see a person that you never saw, he's in uniform, he's ready to wear. Question. Ask, question him. Right. Where, where, yeah. where, number one, where is he coming from? Where What he's doing? You got to question that because this is what the company is doing. They yeah, sneaking, they're sneaking them in. They're sneaking them in, and they're not letting the opportunity to the part-timers to become full-time employees. So we, right. we're all the shop stewards out there, and I tell all my shop stewards, if you see a person that you haven't seen in a while or n never seen before in a brown uniform, question him. You have every right to question. Where are you coming from? Where you, How you got hired? What are you? What are you doing here? You know, mm -hmm. question him, and then that information will come back to the business agents, and then you know we can, we can tell the company, what the fuck are you doing? You got to hire part-timers first. I know when I was at right. getting my DOT this week, I seen a couple of part-timers from Forster that were actually going there to get their DOT. And they, that's how I heard about the class, because they were speaking to each other, and I was just eavesdropping. I was like, what are you speaking about? I, I mean, I have a situation so, <laughs> in Queens, in Queens North. They, you know, they down three RPCs. They down three regular drivers. Now, normally it's supposed to be the, you know, the, the 22 Ford move up into that position, but... No, this is how it works, and and, and make right. everybody understand that those three regular positions are offered to the part timers first. First, right? Okay, they get so, the opportunity to go to that art to that regular position first. If they don't if they don't qualify or they don't have enough, then they go to the twenty two fours to boost them up. Whoever has the high seniority in twenty two fours boosts them up to an old three hundred. So you're saying it, right? So it's not offered to them all at once, depending on seniority, the part timers, and the twenty two fours. No, no, no. 
22 fours, and I, and I hate to say because you're a 22 four here, but 22 four are the bottom of the list is when it comes down to a regular package driver. So the regular package driver, you have to afford the part-timers first to go into full-time. But that's with the exception of the part-timers who already went 22-4. That's correct. Right. Those, those that's guys correct. have 10 that's, 12 years. That's correct. That's now, now, let's say you're a part-timer and you have five years on the job and you have a 22-4 that transferred into from part-time to 22-4 and he has uh, seven years on the job. The seven-year guy has the first preference first. to right. get that's the regular position. So that's where the confusion come, comes right. in. But, J Jamie, so those guys that you just so happen to see getting their DOTs, those guys were on the um, the bid list? Um, I'm not I'm not sure. I'm not sure if they were on the bid list. I, I, that's my first time ever seeing them. I just I just heard heard them speaking, and I saw them in uniform, and I heard – Heard them saying they, they're from Foster, and you know they they do the, you know they they're part time doing a preload or whatever. I don't I don't. It could be a I've large a large majority of them might be on, on from my shift. I know I handed out mm -hmm. the the sheets, and I got a number of members to sign up, and they're already getting phone calls for twenty two four or right. for driving positions, whatever comes up available right, first. Right, because I know I know right. a couple of them from my building that that um I had put on, their name on that list right. that was on the door. Even even though they didn't have, they you know they're supposed to be getting their license sometime this month or whatever. They're already I getting called. He got an email from right. somebody saying that he they opened up the application for him to fill out. Right. Wait a minute. Wait a minute, Jamie. Uh, you mean to tell me they getting they they first time getting their license now? First time. And the and the company is hiring them. They they sent them an email. Well, they the company, he, he the company probably yet. doesn't know they haven't had their license <laughs> right. for under he a year just, yet. They, he just got an email. That's saying, the first question they ask. Yeah. Have you you driven more than a year, and is your license clean? A lot of these kids are you twenty one years they old. Just right. sent, they just sent they, the application. You know, they opened the application so he can, I guess, update his application to become full time or whatever. Right. They, they, I don't think they're gonna hire a person that you know yeah. that just got just his got license yesterday. License. Yesterday, yeah. it's not gonna. You know, you're driving a, a, a heavy truck. Right. You know, mm -hmm. sometimes, you know, you'll get this 500, but sometimes you get the 1200. Right. But and yeah, that's a big, he, that's, that's that's a truck that you got to know he, how to drive. He, show, he showed me the text message. And I was like, oh, they hiring already? I was like, oh, wow. All right. Well, we could touch on this a little more later. I want to stick to the Laurelton, the first issue that we started with before we start drifting off. Laurelton is not going away. Well, guys, Laurelton is guys, a huge... I appreciate you guys and, you know, continue no, up no, the no, good no, work. You stay right there. He don't so, run this thank show. Thank you, Antoine. I'm back, Antoine. Antoine, Antoine, he's only back for the day. Good to know. Good to know, Jamie. Keep up the good work, all right? He's on probation. Later, Antoine. Juan, thanks for calling uh, in, brother. Later, guys. Uh, yeah, yeah, brother. Take uh, care. So one of the big reasons I asked Elliot to come out here uh, to join us is because he's one of the young 22-4s. He just recently uh, became an alternate shop steward, and he's already doing things there oh, in his uh, center to, to bring collective power to, to the table. And I wanted him to talk a little bit about how he felt, if he's ever been to any other rallies in the past, and how he felt. Actually, Elliot, if you don't mind touching uh, touching on this topic uh, a little bit about how you felt being out there. Because yeah. we were out there mm -hmm. on uh, Monday. We were out there last week, Friday. There was a dancing panda, and there was blow-ups inflatables <laughs> all over the place. You had the fat cat. You had the greedy pig. You had a lot of chants. You had a lot of politicians. And we definitely had a lot of people uh, showing love and, and coming through. So, uh, Elliot, how yeah. about you uh, talk about a little bit of how you felt? If is this mm -hmm. Was this your first time? 
Yeah, I mean, I've been out to some, you know, uh, like other labor support things before. Like I was out at the Hunts Point strike supporting that. Um, but, you know, it was really good to be out in Laurelton um, to see, you know, to feel that that power and that solidarity because, you know, what's going on in this situation. I think Vinny was saying this out there. It's not just about the company trying to chip away at the contract and trying to, you know, break down this right that these part timers have had for you know, forever. But it's also about them trying to it's about power, you know, it's about them trying to say, when we see when we see these members, you know, they know their rights and are willing and aren't going to get pushed around, aren't going to get bullied. That's what makes them more mad than anything. So this is them trying to retaliate against that, trying to, you know, scare people, create a culture of fear. And so, you know, it's so it's really important that we sh we turn out and we turn that around, you know, and we say we're not going to accept that fear. We're not going to accept that retaliation. And we show instead, you know, a culture of solidarity. Um, we're not going to let them get away with that. You know? Well said, Elliot. All right. Um, do you want to... What's going on with my mic? Is it because we're too close to it? To no, go? no, no, no. Go ahead. Uh, all right. Um, so, Elliot, uh, you know, being that... that Well, that was real... That was really well said. Uh, do you want to talk at all about um, your start... You becoming an alternate steward and one of your first actions as a steward and... You know how it brought a few of the people there together and what it is that you felt you got from that yeah yeah for sure so uh yeah in our center um the the cover drivers we weren't allowed to pick routes that we were covering or 224s in we weren't allowed to pick them every day they, they were just assigned to us um and it, it, it had been that way for as long as anyone could remember you know even the, the long time members have said it had been that way for like 20 years and so it was a really you know it created a lot of like uh you are not able to pick routes? We were not able to pick routes. Every day you'd so, come in and they'd say, oh, you're doing this route today. And then if you wanted to switch with a lower seniority guy, they'd give you a really hard time. They'd, they'd say no so a lot of times. So it's been going on like that? Yeah, for a lot for years. So that's, wow. yeah. And so, you know, it was bad because it created this sort of patronage system where then, you know, the managers would give the good routes to the they like. And then, you know, if they were mad at someone or they wanted to punish someone, they give them a bad route. So is it like that now? Well, no. So what happened, you know, so I saw that, you know, that, that that's the way it was it was going and then a while ago you know about six months ago i was reading article 13 and i saw we're supposed to be able to pick them um and so you know i started thinking about it you know i put in a couple individual grievances about it when i was denied the right but you know that didn't do anything and so then i thought well the only way we're going to be able to change this you know is if we can get everyone united about this and everyone to take collective action to show that we're all on the same page you know so um you know, I, I planned it out for a few months. And so I started talking to all the different cover drivers, all the 22-4s about the way it's supposed to be, the way it is in other centers, and how, you know, if we want to make that change, we'd have to do something like put in a collective grievance. So, um, yeah, so then, you know, recently, once I was appointed alternate steward, so I had a little bit, you know, more ability to, to help organize these sort of things, too. Then I basically, um, you know, wrote up a collective grievance with Article 13 and uh, Article 25, I believe, the maintenance of standards. You know, after talking to my business agent, too, uh, Tommy Oliver, you know, who, who agreed with this strategy. Um, and then just came in one morning early and got like, you know, 30 signatures on that. And then we put it in and uh, by the next day they fixed it. So now we actually are allowed to pick. And oh, man, that's, yeah. that's great. Yeah. That's coming from a young two-year, young two-year, 22-4, uh, brand new steward. And already showing a tremendous, you know, uh, uh, activism, uh, strength. Thank you, Elliot. So for, if you didn't do that, it would, it would still, still be going. Be the same it way. would still be, yeah, be going on. It had been that way, and, and they finally changed it the next day. You know, and it was like 
it was really powerful to see like a lot of guys it completely shocked them you know they're like wow we didn't even know we had that power you know but when we stand together and we take collective action then it makes guys realize we can actually enforce the contract and win you know and they can't put the so that was that was the best part of it so, so are you elliot you're out of the street or you were part-time before you became a 22-4 i was just out of the street yeah you just came from out of the street and you ever been in the union before no, not not really. No, I've just had random jobs. But, you know, I have some friends who have been in unions who have helped sort of mentor me, you know, talk to me about what it's about. So, um, and, you know, some some older union members, too, just being in here, you know, a couple of years helped helped sort of show me the way, too. So, yeah. Hey, maybe you need to share that with some of, your, some of the... I'm, I hope the other 22 fours are on here listening. <laughs> For real. Like, seriously. That, that's amazing. That is. That is Someone me. from the street. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And only two to three years coming, I'm obviously read, read the contract or, or even just read Article 13 and sat down and thought about it. And said, wait and a put minute. Put it together. Something's said, wrong here. You understand? You know, let me let me Listen, see what the I contract. The contract has a lot of answers that you have yeah. questions for. Yeah. You just gotta pay attention, read the book. I yeah. mean, that book is not that thick for for no reason whatsoever. Yeah. It, it took me, and I did the same thing as Elliot. I mean, it took me to read the book to see what were my rights mm -hmm. as a member of Local 804 and Teamsters. Uh, I took I, I read a lot of the other contract, and that's what got me through yeah. the time that I've been through. You know. The, the rough time that I've been through when management was after me. Mm -hmm. So yeah. it's good to read. Yeah. And I think it's up to us too, you know, who, who know the contract a little bit better, have a little more experience to try to educate the new members and bring them in too, you know. Yeah, but when you, even though you, you have a little bit more experience and you try to educate people, mm -hmm. let's use your situation. When so, certain guys, they're so used to not picking. Yeah. Oh, don't worry about it. It's okay. Yeah. They just go get along to go or go along to get along, whatever, whichever way it is. And they don't say anything. They mm -hmm. don't want to say anything yeah. because then, like Hector said, they oh, they're going to do this to me or they're not going to give mm -hmm. me overtime yeah. or they're going to take my overtime or they're going to do this. And then they get afraid. Yeah. yeah. But it's your right to pick. Yeah, exactly. So then when they come to the shop steward and say, look, they did this, they did that, mm -hmm. and then you want to pick... You could see them over there in the corner, speaking to the speaking to the supervisor or the manager, saying something totally different. Now here it is, you're about to go fight for them, but they're over there like, no, 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 no. Yeah. So, so what do you want? Yeah, so, I mean, I, yeah, I think the key, you know, is to like you said, like people are afraid, you know. So it's all about finding a way to reduce people's fear of retaliation and finding a way to, you know, help help get, educate them and show them a strategy to win, you know. So well, that's that's what it's about. Well, and then also, like you said, well said, and I guess. Finding a way to open a book and say, "Look, yeah, put your hand in the book." Yeah, read this. Do like Jamie does. Take it in the you bathroom. Know, but we, all, we, all, we also have, you know, people that's in the union that is uh, management. You know, ball washers, what I call yeah. them. Yeah. Wow. And those are the those are the dangerous ones. They definitely are dangerous ones because I, I I remember this week it happened uh, Thursday. I went into a building. And it was a particular uh, belt that I can't see anybody working because it's all the way in the back. So I have to walk towards there. And I had a member yelling out to the mem to the manager that I was in the building, that I was coming towards that belt because wow. he was working. And when I got to the belt, I went to the member. I said, why do you have to announce that I was coming? Mm. She, they didn't want to talk to me about it. And I said, well, this is a union. When you're in trouble, 
Guess who's going to come represent you? Me. Mm. Why are you warning these guys that they're working? This is your money. This is for extra for, for, to hire more people. And you're warning them to drop the boxes because Hector's coming in the building. That's, that's, that was crazy to see. And even when, she, when that person walked out of the building, I said, go union. And she just kept walking. Unbelievable. Wow. So, so, you know, we are our own worst enemies. When it comes down, I'll tell to you what the yeah. the Laurelton part timers right now are feeling that that we have their back. Yeah, the part timers for a long time have felt like the the union forgets about them or that they're not you know uh, they're not as important to the union as drivers are. But that's not true. But what makes them feel like that? That's what I want to know because I. I I totally disagree with that because you know, you know? I, I get how they feel because a, a lot of the contracts that in the past and now you know they, they, these contracts always focus on full timers. Mm -hmm. What full time? What benefits the full timer? The raise, the this and that and that. You know, part timers need to they they need they need to get more involved. We need to get more involved with the part timers because part timers are brothers and sisters just like us, like just drivers. You know, we shouldn't be focusing on only full-time work workers. We should also, part, you know, focus on part-timers. Even though they don't vote, okay, they need to. we need to get out there to them and get them involved. Well, I get, they, if you get involved, right. if they get involved, this will be such a strong-ass union. Oh, my God, it would be, especially if the local, the, the, the local, no, the IBT itself, the, on an international level, what a lot of the young part-timers don't understand, and even some of the full-timers, is that the wages are negotiated through the international. Mm -hmm. We, as a local, don't have a power to raise their salaries. We don't have that power. Only the international does. So if we can get the international to fight for more, pay for them would be a big difference alone because at the end of the day, $15 an hour, which is the minimum wage to do what they do. When I started as a part-timer in UPS back in 1994, I was getting $9 an hour. And you know what? That was still like three or four bucks above the minimum wage. You understand what I'm saying? Right now, we just fought to get to 15 and the company was able to hold these part-timers at $15 an hour for years which is very unfair and 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 there's no reason why a part-timer cannot be making 20 to 25 or even 30 dollars an hour they're only working four hours a day to five hours a day you know in comparison to a full-timer who's making 40 dollars an hour almost and is is raking in over a hundred thousand dollars a year you understand what i'm saying so the part-time you raise their wait, salary wait. there's Can, you got to back up because you're popping yeah yeah Okay. You see how he 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 talks like he's away from it. That these mics are, are two hundred dollar mics. They are, <laughs> they don't need to be like this. Is is anyone else having uh, uh, issues hearing me? No, no, they don't have an issue hearing you. But I hear the pop. I, I hear the pop too. I okay. thought it was your hair for, for yeah. I thought, you it, thought it was my what? I, I thought, thought you were popping gum or something. Ponytail in the front. My, my ponytail in the front. <laughs> You're talking about my Superman curl. Is he talking about my Superman curl? Unbelievable. All right, so, so like, uh, and real quick, uh, earlier we were talking about uh, uh, Brown. Brown was a huge part of the uh, vice president during the Ron Carey and into the Howie Redman years, in case anybody knows. I believe uh, some are saying he retired around 2006. If anybody knows, when, when did Tim take over the local? Around that time, he was retiring around that time period. So, uh, big shout out to, uh, to Mr. Brown again. Um, 
Again, so there's been uh, collective action taken at Laurelton. There have been, there's been a huge rally, a cry out for these part-timers from all politicians. Um, we've had a numerous amount of politicians come down, even the city comptroller. The city comptroller came down also. Um, I can't remember all, all right. the names of all the, do you have a list of all the names? I don't have the list. Scott Stringer was there. Uh, Adams was there. Had Brooklyn Bow president. Oh yeah. Oh Farah uh, Farah Soufran. Uh, she's a an assembly member. I recently like and she was saying actually she was uh, sacrificed and risked their lives to make sure that people had deliveries. That's the controller. That's the comptroller speaking right there. You did not stop for a second. You did not worry about yourselves. You went out and made sure that this city kept moving. And how dare you? How dare you? Threaten 10 workers, two women. How dare you? This is a union town, and this is a union city. It's and not a good right issue now, that we're dealing with because the part timers will let go. But I'm happy that this is all finally something with this company is finally being put out into the spotlight for others to see what we all go through. You know, it's sad that they got let go. More than likely, they are going to come back. Mm -hmm. But I'm just happy that it's out there into the media. We we get treated like this every day. Ro Rosie asked a question. How do we know we they don't vote? I yeah. tell you how we, we know they don't vote. Because at the end of every election, we get a tally of how many part-timers vote, how many full-timers vote. And the the numbers are low. We don't know who but we know we do know the by the numbers the part -time and the exactly full -time. and if you in your local in 63 you could get that information at end of each uh, election by the uh, su uh, election supervisor and they'll give you the heads up of what is you know who's voting and who's not vote i mean not who not who's not voting part -time, who voted part -time, far time uh, full time and part time she's got me Percentage all confused rather. i don't know in california i guess she's she's delayed well, thank you, Rosie, for listening, as always. Uh, Tony Rosiglione says the city comptroller. Yes, his name is Scott Stringer. Uh, that was the one that we just heard him speaking. We also had said the borough... Uh, Brooklyn, Brooklyn, Brooklyn Borough, borough President. president Eric, Adams. Eric Adams was there. You had a young, uh, a young man by the name of Harold Miller, who's uh, running for, I, I believe, DC 27, is he running for, or 29? Um, but we did have uh, quite a few politicians all come out and speak. And, and one of the major, major uh, concerns was the fact that during this pandemic, uh, UPSers and, and other people that are considered now essential workers uh, should be treated with a little more respect, respect, with a little more dignity, because they're out there and they're putting Working not only their, their butts off, and, and they're putting their lives in jeopardy. They're putting their lives on the line, their families' lives on the line, because they can go home and contract this virus. I've been doing this since day one. That's right, and nonstop. And, and you and you have the audacity, strenuous hours and days, to put them on the street. We're talking about two pregnant women in need of their health care. Those who work part time know that after a week of inactivity as a part timer, you lose your medical benefits. Who needs it more than a seven month? A uh, pregnant woman, uh, or an eight uh, woman who's eight months pregnant, who needs their medical more than that? I mean, it's it's pretty sad that 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 the company would be would would come to that kind of uh, conclusion where okay, these people don't want to work past five hours. Let's just let's just fire them. 
You know, like who do you think you are? Well, it's well. I must say, it's pretty good to have an e board in place that is going to step up and fight with you and for you. Because if you could, if you didn't have an e board that was going to fight for you and with you, you could have just been on the street. I just Nobody want to answer Rosie cares. because she says that the part timers do fight. Yes, I, I have no doubt in mind. But we can get more part-timers because I'm sure there's a lot more part-timers in this company than full-timers. And you can see by the numbers. And the numbers are, you know, low when it comes to voting. I mean, if we have 8,000 members and only 3,000 vote, out of the 3,000 that are really voting, only 200 is part-timers. So we, we need to get those numbers up. We need to get them more involved. We need to have them to get involved and, and, and vote and, feel, and know what the union's about. I mean, I'm sure if we get a lot more part-timers, they'll, out, they'll outdo the, 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 the full-timers because there's a lot more part-timers in this company than full-timers. Yeah. You know, Vinny made a good I was talking to him and another, one of the part-timers out there who was, who was fired, actually. Um, and we're talking about, you know, the 22-4 issue, this whole sort of two-tier two two wage system they're trying to create. And, you know, I was saying it's great how the O'Brien Zuckerman slate is trying to, you know, saying they want to get rid of 22-4 as the next contract. Um, cause you know, this two tier system is really destructive to our unity. And Vinny pointed out, well, you want to talk about two tier, you got to look at the part-time wages too. Like you guys were saying, you know, that's something we got to fight because if we want to, if we want to get these people involved and create unity, we got to be trying to, you know, equalize the sort of pay we have, the sort Absolutely. of conditions we have, yep. you know, and that's, that's our, that's our, uh, you know, path to, to strength. Cause we got to have, I, I never, I never liked that language, yeah. that 22, four yeah, language. I never liked it from the yeah. get go. I mean, we had someone in our, uh, you know, take it and run with it yeah. type of thing, but it, it, it's, a, it's a sloppy language. I don't like it. The company loves it because they, they could get away with a lot of shit with that 22, four. And I feel bad for you because after you make top A, you're not going to be, close to you're going to be six dollars less than a guy that's doing the same exact job you're doing <laughs> yeah. and that's going to piss you know that would have pissed me off if i was a 22-4 that i'm across the street and i'm working just as hard as that driver i'm doing the same exact work and i'm getting paid six dollars less than and that that language needs to get the fuck out of here you know we also want to give a big shout out to the Queensboro president who also came out and that was donovan richards who also came out and said a couple of words that day um, you know, and, and yeah, and, and, and fuck P WPIX, fuck <laughs> WPIX channel 11 news, fuck Why? them, because they filmed a lot of shit and all they was focusing on, uh, the fucking mayor can uh, candidates. That's all. They didn't even talk about the, 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 the 10 that got fired from the company. They didn't talk about the riot, the, the, not the riot, the rally that we were doing and all the people that were there. All they focused on those fucking mayors that are running for fucking office. Fuck you, WPIX, Channel 11 News. Fuck you. But wait a minute. Oh, hold on a second. Hold on a second. But even if they're focusing on them, those guys were there for us. They were talking about their candidates, about running to, for mayor. They didn't talk about the 10 that got fired. They didn't talk about the rally that the, that, that they the locals. They didn't why they were there? No. It was a 16-second excitement, on the, and they were talking about the mayor. Did you see it? Uh, no, I didn't. That's crazy. It's, it was I, I wanted to puke yeah. because all the footage that that guy was taking, uh -huh. as far as people cheering and people's, you know, no, no justice, no peace. You know, they all did that an interview with Perone. dude is gone. They don't have the interview. No, with it's gone. They only they only put out sixteen seconds of the uh, Eric Adams talking about him running for mayor. 
out. I hope they don't come to tomorrow's right because I'm gonna say, can you interview me if I can say fuck you? <laughs> <laughs> That is, uh, well, you know, they're not the only network out there. Maybe we can get yeah. Fox News. Well, you know what? I I <laughs> have I have the interview that it should have been in. Play, in, play Vinny's. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, that should have been on the air because yeah. they had the camera running his yeah. face. Well, you put it, I think you put it in the group, right? One of our brothers has a special needs child. Some of them have other jobs to go to. Because UPS, this company, won't give them full-time jobs. So that's why we're out here. They violated the collective bargaining, bargaining agreement. They just let them go right to Garfield. The next day, when our brothers and sisters got up at 1 in the morning or 2 in the morning to come into work by 3 for their shift. So this is the way this company is. They fired essential workers. UPS considers my team serves expendable workers. That's the bottom line, and that's why we're out here, and we're going to be out here many more times. Now they're asking him a question. We're filing charges with the EEOC. We are absolutely taking these cases to a panel, to an arbitration, which we know we're going to win. The company knows that we're going to win it, but this is just the bottom line. This is how UPS treats their essential worker as expendable. Wow! So that That's interview, what they put. that interview wasn't even aired at all. The only and I waited all that time because they said they're going to show it at five o'clock. I make sure I was on at five o'clock. you know they got my they got my uh, I guess uh, watching it at five o'clock, and then all they gave was a sixteen second uh, Eric um, Adams talking about. What he's gonna do to run for president, and then for they, mayor. they didn't talk. They, they didn't, didn't talk, talk any. about any of the other politicians that were Listen, there. Listen, when I tell you this, just Eric Adams, zero. They're focusing wow. on the mayor, zero oh, wow. about the ten that have been walked out and what the company's doing about it. the The purpose was for him to be there to get the media out there, so the company could fucking get, you know, something in the media. I I, I wanted that to how it was happening that guy with the WPIX camera and he was there f the whole morning filming and I even asked him I said oh, is this going to go on the air he goes they wouldn't have me out here if it wasn't he fucking lied so fuck you WPIX news um, well I would like to personally thank some of the other politicians who showed up Carolyn Tran she's uh, uh, for city council district 25 she was there with her daughters and she was showing a lot of love uh, Alita Gregarin, uh, for New York City Council District 29. Thank you for showing up and showing some love. I mean, uh, again, Harold Miller and uh, Momita for uh, City Council District 24. Uh, Linda Gilbo, also. I forgot what district that she was running for. Um, but, you know, there were so many people that, that came and showed so much love. I'm, I'm pretty sad to, to hear. And you know what? Richard Hooker Jr. has also been doing a lot of fighting over there in, in Local 623 in Philly. And he's having the same similar issues with, with the company, Hector. And he's been talking about it. 
and he's actually had an interview. I'm not sure where that interview was aired, but he talks about some of the harassment that's happening with the company and some of the stuff that's been going on. I'm surprised that by now it hasn't gotten more airtime or more airplay. These are things that we really have to start uh, hitting on social media, start trying to make these things go viral. We got to really start letting because uh, because if the media is going to try to shut us out, social media, you have they your can't, own platform. That's you right. Have, yeah. That's you right. Can, Just you like can this do radio it live. Yeah, but I, I want to make you understand all this also. This, these guys getting walked out. This is an election year for Local 804, okay? Labor hates us. Yep. They hate dealing with us. They want us out of fucking office. So they're going to come up with scenarios like this to make it look like we're the bad ones and they're the good ones. And, they, you know, if, if we don't work with them, we've been working with them. They are so fucking overwhelmed with us shooting because they had three years of vacation last uh, term. So they are so overwhelmed with grievances getting put in and hearing and, and and losing in panel to tell you, okay, because they are shit. They they there's no competition towards us in in panel. They 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 suck in panel now. They had it easy the past three years when they were winning cases because they was winning against who people that wasn't even fighting for the membership. We are fighting for the membership and they're losing panel and they're fucking upset. They are so upset. Yeah. Then and they're gonna put out shit like this. They're gonna give information to that guy that wakes up at two o'clock in the morning and gets on Facebook and starts talking about only time he only talks about anything in your Facebook page. Not my Facebook. That's your Facebook page. <laughs> in your Facebook page. In your Facebook page. And oh, you're the administrator of the pay Facebook page. I'm not. The, I'm one. I'm one of them. It's you like know, eight of them. He he only comes out when something is wrong. What about when something is right? You know what I'm saying? And he's got the fucking balls. He's got the motherfucking kuhan. What do they call it? Cajones. Cajones. <laughs> to, to say to, oh, I'm glad that Tim Sylvester got his charges dropped. Motherfucker. <laughs> Hello, reality check. You the motherfucker that put the fucking charges on him, you asshole. Oh, wow. What a fucking asshole to even say that. This Yo, is what pisses me fucking off. Wow. But, you know, I'm going to shut the fuck up. Yeah, I'm going to shut the that, fuck up. That, 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 that was, that I, was I, harsh. Don't, I don't see this. That, that, um... The firing. I see that as something that can actually uplift the EMS slate if if that needs be because you're fighting for them. And they're gonna win, yeah. You know? But I agree, you know, I think that's that actually I think it boosts the mm -hmm. morale of the EMS because now the part timers see now they can actually see in live and in their face Someone is fighting. But, but for you. you had people from his building come to the rally. We did. We Why did he come to the rally? He's talking all this shit on the fucking face. Why did he then get up in the morning and fight for the rights of the uh, of those uh, part timers? Speaking of that, I want to give a shout out to the shop steward over there, uh, Phil Pasiri, who a lot of times we don't talk about all the shop stewards. Uh, we can't. We we. There's a lot of shop stewards, you know, Danny Cross, Phil Pasiri, those are guys doing some hard work over there at Nassau, and we appreciate you guys. And, you know, to all the shop stewards that are basically doing what they got to do, Elliot, I think you want, had something to add on the uh, part-timers? He did. <laughs> oh, yeah. You know, I was just going to say, I'm glad you brought up that this is sort of a political strategy by UPS, too, because I don't think we can let them, you know what? Try to use company, not the co the name. Oh, okay. <laughs> by the, okay. Uh, the company. Whatever yes, company there you go. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
you know, because what they rely on is using this sort of intimidation tactics and then brushing it under the table. They don't want us to call it for what it is because what they want, they want to do this and have us be too scared to say anything that they're trying to target this slate, that they're trying to retaliate. And that they do that all the time in every shop, you know, like whenever people put in agreements, they try to retaliate against them. And what they hate most is when you say, oh, what is this retaliation? Is this because I put in that grievance two days ago? And that's what you're doing here. You're calling them out. You're saying they're trying to make this e-board look bad because this e-board actually puts up a fight. And the only way, the only thing we can do, we can't back down. We have to double down and say, you want a war? All right, we're going to win the war. Yo, Elliot is is scaring me. (laughs) He just got into the company and he just got, what the the fuck? Bro, that's why I brought him here because I just what had the a fuck? He's of... scaring the shit out of me, but it's <laughs> good. It's a good scare. It's a good scare. It's a good scare. <laughs> no, no, he's, he's angry, serious. Man, man. He's going for my. Jo- he's going for my job. What the fuck? No, he's serious. I'm that's so good. That's good. It's good to hear, Elliot, that you and, that you understand what the fuck. The street. He understand the political part about it, and he right. totally understand. A lot of people don't understand the political parts. So oh. for for him to just coming into the company and being a twenty two four and just getting. And he knows that much. Uh, hey, I give you a hand. Hey. And I want to give a shout out to you, Elliot, for showing up and coming to the rally. A short period of time that you've been with the company, already showing love for your fellow brothers and sisters. You're a 22-4. You're out there uh, for the part-timers. I want to give a shout out to all the stewards that came from Long Island. I mean, Bobby Nash came down from Long Island to show support. I mean, Frank Whalen come down from Long Island to show support. You had a lot of stewards. You, you, you giving too many shout outs, man. I'm feeling your spit over listen. here. Oh my God. Listen. And, listen. And you're six feet away. How you spit over here? Hey, listen, after this show, I'm throwing away that mic. <laughs> That's all the White Castles I have. Oh, my God. And you're popping. I don't know. You're popping. You're like a, at a TikTok. Can, can, I, can I just do one thing, though? I just have a gas face to give somebody. I don't know who it is. That give yourself. Pan, get that a mirror. Panda. That panda gets the gas face. Don't show up. Yo, get a mirror. Don't show up to the rally, panda. That mirror, if he looks in that mirror, gas face go right back to him. Yeah, tell him. Not showing tell up. that panda, don't show up. Don't show up. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. There you go. So anyway, so let's talk about the panda because everybody don't understand what is the panda about. So the panda is about a labor uh, manager that his name is ends with a well let's just say this panda i see you <laughs> oh yeah that's good <laughs> you like that one, right yeah, yeah well listen everybody knows that uh uh there's a lot of bad uh people in the company a lot of bad uh labor managers who are who are who are just uh get uh, and the only, ugh, the only way to put it is basically um, <laughs> the only way to put it is, these, these, guys get, these guys get excited or or, or when, when they got somebody you know you would think that taking somebody's livelihood and taking somebody's job would be at a very difficult position where you feel like man this person did wrong but there are times where you know that the person that you're dealing with made a small little error, made a small mistake. And because to make another group of individuals look bad, you would take this person's livelihood away makes you a bad person. Okay, because there are plenty of times when I've seen guys come to the table, young men and women at, at UPS who, who have done things that they made mistakes, they were wrong. And, you know, they let them off the hook because they know it's not that serious. And, and a little punishment, maybe a warning letter, maybe a, a suspension, and they're back to work. 
and sometimes even on a grander scale. But why should they get something when they didn't do anything wrong? Exactly. They didn't do anything wrong. Well, that's what I'm talking about. We're not talking about the 10 part-timers who got fired. I'm talking about in general, labor managers in general. This is what they do. So this now, is, since, like you said, this is an election year, Hector, this they're is, going they've after been trying, shop stewards. They've been trying with the shop stewards. Yep, they, they failed. Yep. They're going after this. This is, was an excuse for them to do it because they left the five out. They did nothing wrong. Those 10 uh, part-timers did absolutely nothing wrong. They have other things to do. They have a, a child at home that he needs to take care of. He needs to go home in five. You have a pregnant woman that needs to be at a doctor's appointment. You have other people that have other jobs that start at a certain time. They did nothing wrong. They 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 did. They met day 3.5 hours. They worked up to five. Uh, they worked up to five and they had the right to, to go home. Now, the companies are is saying because they should have told them they were going home. Now, that's now that freaking dogs. Is that no, yeah, it's, no, it's my butt. Where is he? <laughs> it's barking Simba. like that. Get over so, here. uh, Simba, anyway, so you know, if they want them to stay longer, they should make them over, uh, full time workers. And they'll kill the whole noise. But they won't do that. They won't do that. And even at the rally, while we were rallying out there, they sent a text uh, from uh, the labor manager saying that if anybody leaves in five hours, they're all going to be fired. That's a threat. That's a threat to us. And that's mm-hmm. that's them, them saying, I, I can't get you with And that's bullying, actually. You know, they bull, They were trying to bully us. And we, we're not going to go. We. One guy, one one thing I can tell you, Vinny is not going to take any bullshit, any bullying and all that shit. He's not going to take. So it is what it is. But, you know, they are doing this. I'm telling you, for the past two and a half years, you ever heard of such things? No. No. Not, nothing. Now that they are in the, in the corner, because they, they don't like this company, don't like to be in the corner. They are taking their, to the advantage of election. Now, they're trying to make it look like that. The executive board is doing a bad job for the membership and that. that. So and then they can have a e-board like the one before. I think it's worse than that. I coming. think they're trying to create fear. They're trying to say, okay, this executive board, you guys think they're, they're kicking they don't, our ass? No, they, don't, they know we're not scared of them. Right, not us. Not, not we have, the we have gonna, some labor guys saying, Jesus, I haven't worked like this in a long time. But that's what I have to say, a labor right? guy come up to me and says, I wish somebody runs against you guys because we want you to fuck out. Right. Why? Because we are giving you that fight that you can't handle. But that's why they're going after the members. They can't come after you guys. So the first thing they do is what? Fire some of our heavy hit stewards they went right after our brother d-dom they went after neff and melville and what happened they fell on their faces because you guys got their jobs back what was their next attempt now firing 10 part-timers have you ever heard of 10 part-timers getting fired in a row in one day in one sitting firing 10 people that's to say listen you guys want to and then they call it a job action which is the stupidest thing that if i'll after the show i'll show you a letter that warren sent to uh vinnie perone and um, it, it was a a, a a nasty letter from him. It, he was being a bully, and he was making it look like it was our fault that they walked out those ten guys. Yeah, yeah, because you know, that's what I'm trying our to fault. say. That's what I'm trying to say. They're gonna try to blame again. Election year, they want everybody to feel. Listen, you want to continue to back this board? These are the things that are gonna happen. We're gonna come fire you, and we're gonna fire them. But you know what? I believe the executive board and the members are going to get the last laugh because so far every attempt has failed. Every member 
for the most part, that didn't do anything that drastic or stupid has gotten their job back. So isn't, isn't something like that a immediate like panel case or something like that? Doesn't you mean a labor law, labor labor charges? Right. Labor charges. It's not labor charges because they is, is, is hmm, it gets real, real tricky and there's a lot of gray areas when or, it comes or not, down to Or that. not even. Shouldn't that come to immediate You know, they're, they're, fighting, they're fighting the legal way. You know how you, I'm going to fight you, but I'm going to make sure I'm doing it the right way right. type of thing. This is what they're doing. They're taking advantage of certain things. And we are going to talk about these 22 Fords and regular uh, package drivers going into Monday to Fridays and, and on or on April 29th. We'll talk about that. I just don't want. I just didn't want to forget to say it. But uh, this is what they use. They use their what the they use the contract towards the 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 executive board. But we use say we're not dumb, so we use it right back at them. And this is what's killing them. They have nothing to fight on. All they have to do is, this is what they do, this is how we're going to go, and we're telling them, well, this is not the way it's done in the contract. Mm-hmm. So this is a it's, a, it's a battle between both us, yeah. between them talking about how the contract, and, this, and we're telling them this is how the contract, because remember, the company and the union always read the contract in a different, different way. Right. Okay? The language is different from, their language is Chinese, our language is American. You know, this, this is how it is. This is how it is. With, it's always been like that with the company. And they are they are shitting on their asses right now because the thing is that we're fighting them. We're, we're battling them. We're not taking anything they say to us and just say and lay back and say, okay, you're right. No, we're giving them the fight of their fucking lives. And this is what they fucking don't like. They don't like that when they tell us something that we were supposed to go and say, okay, it's all good. So what, so what I'm saying is something like this, doesn't it jump, like if you were for the next panel, shouldn't this go to like a media panel, like directly go there to get these well, guys it's the international panel. Right now we're doing local panel. Right. So we can't, we could do contract uh, panel cases, which is within the local. But the IBT has that international lack, uh, local um, uh, panel ca- uh, contract for the international. This falls, everything they're doing, it falls into the international. So mm. by the time we get it into hearing with the fucking motherfuckers that are there now, IBT, that don't give a fuck about this shit, they, right now is a transaction going on. You know, Hoffa is leaving. You know, he's leaving the throne to a, a guy that he's recommending that's going to take the same. This is why we need a change all over. We need a change in that IBT, Okay. A change has to come because if not, we're gonna get fucked for the rest of our lives with this fucking contract the, in the IBT. The, the the thing that I want to focus on most with this Laurelton thing is the amount of people that came to show and support. And I'm not talking about just. I don't think it's enough. I don't. I'm not talking. About I want just more people there. I'm not talking about just politicians. I'm talking about members from other buildings. The fact that we had so many members from other buildings showing love not to mention the members there themselves you know the stewards for the drivers that were there like damien contreras and eddie nunez and and lucas all these guys that showed up that were driver stewards come early so that they can join the protest members from forster avenue coming down antoine andrews myself you got um you got guys coming in from, I think, Yonkers. Jamie didn't go ja- there. Jamie, Jamie, listen, Jamie never no, makes I it to anything. Really. Is that surprising? I would've, I would've Are you fa- surprised? I would have found, I would have <laughs> saw his damn skinny legs. Yeah, you would have <laughs> saw his skinny legs a mile away. 
Some say he was in the panda suit, but I, I don't know. I, I can nearly co neither confirm nor, uh, you know, admit to, to that. Uh, so, I mean, uh, what's the other, the steward's name? But one guy came from Yonkers. I think, uh, was it uh, on Mount Vernon? We had a he's not a shop steward, but he's a regular package driver, the, Charlie. Uh, Charlie, all right. right. He's so, a regular package driver. He came down to show the support. Right. But the thing is that what I didn't like, uh, you know, we're in Laurelton. So yeah. the, the word was put out. So all those drivers that. What about the building? They should have all came in early and right. showed more support towards that. Well, yeah, that could have definitely the, been the a whole bunch. people that work at Laurelton. Yeah. yeah, I think the drivers, but they were coming in and they had to run right back, right past us because they were running late. So, yeah. you know, tomorrow we'll, we we are going to have a rally in Laurelton again at 630. So if you are listening and you're from Laurelton, come hang out with us. We got coffee, donuts, you know, and just hang out until you start your time. Just hang out to show the company that we all we all together before. exactly we all That's together right. and we have a big crowd there i mean it was a big crowd but it wasn't big enough for me especially if you're a 22 four and you have that monday off come and show support like young elliot did you know elliot's been out there uh and we appreciate it there's more 22 fours that can make it because they don't work uh on, on that monday. monday so so it, it would be great to and, and and again members from other buildings that was yeah. awesome come back you know if you can if you have the time that you could spend so a couple support, of hours you gotta understand this this is not because we're only doing it to party if this happened to you there we go That's if it happened yes. to you right. and you're from nassau uh wherever building you're from we're gonna respond the same goddamn way yeah. you showing up at a at a other brothers or sisters uh, rally like that, we will do the same thing for you if it happens to you. And it means, God, God forbid. And yeah, and it means it means a lot to the part timers. And let me say, you know, reg regarding what uh, you know what Jamie was saying about how actually maybe you know we we can turn this against them and it will actually make us stronger. You know, I was talking to a lot of these part timers that were fired, and they were saying, you know, seeing the crowd, feeling the power. This didn't make them scared or this didn't make right. them angry at the union. It made them angry at the company and it made them see the strength of the union. And, you know, that's what we see time and time again. Like when guys get retaliated against, if you talk with them and if you keep standing up for them, it's not going to it's not going to work. The company's tactics backfire and it actually makes us stronger. So that's why it's so Elliot, important people get out there. You know? You're hired. <laughs> You're fucking fired. <laughs> you know, he's, all, he's also getting a lot of love in the chat. I got a member here. Uh, our brother J-Dub says we need more young members like this guy. That's right. We do need more young members like you. And, uh, you know, and, and, and another member says, that 22-4 seems like a nice kid, really smart. These are, these are the messages that I'm getting <laughs> from, from other people that aren't even is, in our is chat anybody saying, messaging hey, me hey, listen, is, uh, and, is anybody saying fire Jamie and hire him? <laughs> 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 no. jo Joni Lean said you can't do that to me. <laughs> Johnny Lane will be the first to kick you out of here, Jamie. All right, so you want to talk about this uh, transaction that's happening on April 29th with the RPCs yeah, uh, yeah. going into Monday, Friday, and this company, of course, they're going to do something to try to do something again. And this company never fails with this company because, you know, it is what it is. They had a, a when, we, when we took the contract, they had, uh, I, I believe, 18, 18 months. Bucks. 18 months to do this transaction. And then IBT extension. gave, them an, gave extension. an extension. And, you know, they, 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 they ran with it, you know. And, and I hate to are. say that fucking word, but they ran with it. And now they're here at the dead end of the end of this 
you know, regular drivers working one, uh, Tuesday to Saturday, and now the shit shows begins because now they are in the bind. They 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 push by against the wall with the union, and now they they're creating other fucking f- files now. So. As of all, uh, April 26th, all regular drivers, RCPs. April 29th? April 29th. Thursday, the 29th. It's in the contract that all RPCs. These go back Monday goes to back Friday. back to Monday to Friday. Now, this is, the, this is the crazy shit now. What's the crazy shit? So now they're pushing a lot of work to Saturdays. So now they're losing those regular drivers from Monday to Friday. I mean, from Tuesday to Saturday to Monday to Friday. Now they're going to be short on Saturday. So their way is to, you know, now that you're Monday to Friday, they're going to tell you, you don't have to volunteer. You want to come in and make extra overtime hours come in. Six-day punch. So they came up with another shit. So Monday, because they're pushing all the work on Saturday, so Monday's not going to be enough work. So they're talking about layoffs. Mm. Layoffs of the regular, you know, this is how the company works. Coming on Saturday, exactly. So, the thing was that uh, there is a layoff language they have to go by. So if if they try to lay off any regular drivers and guys, if you're they, you got to come to work. You got to be there, Simba, Simba. So you got to be. This is what happens when you come to other people's house. You have a dog. You have equipment failing. This is what it is at the What the Heck show. That's right. And we'll be coming to a backyard near you. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> don't look forward to that shit. But anyway, I love doing it in my house. But you guys are fucking scared to drive up there. Not you. That guy right there. <laughs> that will be fired after the end of the show. <laughs> so now they want to do layoffs on Monday because not enough work for the regular package drivers. So they, they have to follow the layoff language rules, which is if any 22-3s are working, they have the right to bump. They have the right to bump in any other building if the layoff language, if they are actually doing layoffs. So like I said, they sent the letter, and the letter says from... Uh, from the labor manager to our president of the local. Uh, let me see if I can get it and give you exactly what he said. He said, uh, first, he f- first he says, this is an official, <laughs> official putting the local 804 on notice that the union conducted in, in part-time employees to avoid their, we didn't do that, so. But he said, you are right about the, the layoff list about the 22 threes. So the drivers that don't stay home, go, go to work. Stay, tell them that you want to do work. And that's what it is. We'll, I mean, we'll give you more information as it comes when, uh, I guess, Vinny Perone will put it out there. Uh, because uh, it's got to be a layoff list before right. they, they do the layoff. They're they talking about a one-day layoff. Yeah. Don't don't let them send you home. Don't no. don't do the code twenty six. You come gonna to work. Do that to try to have them come in on Saturday. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's and, that's, and this guy's right. And Joe Lordy's right. You know they they can't lay off as long as the twenty two fours are, are in effect. So you know this company tries to fuck this contract up all kinds of way to make it look like we don't know. It, it, it could have happened to the other executive board. I don't want to say who it was. The mighty mighty week. Um, those guys, it, it probably would have 
if Patty got, it, got it, through with them. Was it members first or 804 strong? What, 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 whatever. It well, was they weak. were strong, but then they became members first it or was, something like that. It was weak. Okay. So, uh, and members last. It probably would have got through with them, but it is not getting through with us because we're hammering down the, the, the contract to them, and that's what they are pissed off about. They're pissed off about a lot of things. Like I said, this is election year. They're going to try to do every, every everything possible to make us look bad. I see we got another one of our young brother brothers, uh, I, I believe Joe Doherty. He's also a 22-4, right? Uh, he was also showing love and support over at the uh, at the Laurelton facility. Hey, Joe Doherty, if you're if you're listening and you wouldn't mind calling in, we'd like to get a perspective on how you felt uh, the rally went and your perspective on how you felt it was. Uh, you know the number three four seven four zero three zero seven zero five. We'd like another uh, perspective of a young twenty two four. If you wouldn't mind calling in, brother. You're calling him. I call him. <laughs> oh, shit. Hello. Hey, what's going on, Joe? We said frigate. We might as well just call you. Hey, what's going on? You all right? <laughs> Hanging in there. Uh, you know, we're here with our brother, young Elliot Lewis, who's been here uh, two years. Uh, I know you got to meet him in Laurelton. Mm-hmm. Uh, we just wanted yeah, to get yeah, your... Yeah, nice to meet Elliot. Very nice. We wanted to get your perspective on how you felt it went at the rally. Wait, and- did you ask him if he's okay to talk or he's busy? I see he's doing, he's doing uh, Walmart shopping over there. No, Walmart's not a union shop. I don't shop there. Very good. Um, very good. good. I, wanted to, I, okay. I wanted. I okay. I wanted to make you checking on you. Costco, right? You're at Costco. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. All right. I'll be right back, boys. All right. So we got Young Doherty on the line. He'll be back with us shortly. Uh, he actually hung up. <laughs> Did he really? Yeah, he didn't want to hear that. You know, the juice for special two for five. <laughs> Attention, Walmart shoppers. Yeah. <laughs> He said, let me get out of the store first. <laughs> oh, man, that's funny. Um, so what, what else do we got going on? Um, I noticed that uh, speaking on the IBT election, uh, there's been a lot of mudslinging. There's a lot of mudslinging going on in the there IBT is? election. Yeah, It always is, though. I mean, you know, it's, it's getting to that level now, though, that they're really going hard, that groups in Facebook are being created to, you know, bash uh, one or the other. Um, and I see that a lot of people attacking the odd slate, and definitely uh, Byrma's getting his fair share of attacks too. Um, and uh, you know, you you have when to is, really do your homework. When is the convention coming up? Isn't it coming up soon? Isn't it November? Uh, the convention? No, it's in June, I believe. Oh, June. Right, something is in June, right? It's coming. Oh, up. the elections I, in November. You, I think it's in the end of May or June. I don't know. Beginning June twenty second or something like that. Yeah, I'm not sure when 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 the dates for sure. But what? Go ahead. They were bashing who? They. This is always going to be like that. It's, it's politics. They're going to make everybody look bad, feel bad. This is exactly what this guy is doing at two o'clock in the morning. He's trying to make you know make sense of what he's saying, and he makes no fucking sense. He needs to stop it. We have help for you. I'm sorry. Let's. let's <laughs> we have help. We have uh, team services. If you want to call Tony Rosario, huh? The 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 church sound. Oh shit, that's right. You forgot about it? I forgot about the church sound because you know Jamie haven't been here in a while, so you know I don't even know <laughs> you don't if I still it. have it. You, you know, don't have because, it anymore? Because you know Jamie's been gone, so you know, every time he preaches. There we go. So our brother that's been showing up so at two in the, the guy, morning. The guy that's showing up at two o'clock in the morning, listen to me real carefully. <laughs> we have help. It's called team services. If you don't have the number one of us will give it to you after the show. So call up. 
If you need help, there's help. We're with you, brother. We'll fight this through with you, for brother. To, to all the stewards in Nassau that are, that are dealing with um, having to deal with this young man, <laughs> young man, I said, uh, I want to give a big shout-out to uh, Bobby Nash, Justin Delarada. Uh, big shout-out to Jonathan Guest. Big shout out to Danny Cross. Don't say their name because they might come up to you and say, no. "Why you say my name? No. Why you say my no, name?" No, 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 no. I want to give them I'm a shout kick out. Your butt. I want to give them a shout out because they, at the end of the day, have to see this man, and I hope that they can talk to him and try to give him a little bit of common sense. Hold up, I got a phone call. Uh oh, it okay, might be from that man. Let's see. Hold on, let me just answer it. It's Joe Doherty. Let me answer it. He's out the store. Oh, no, Sorry, no, nobody there. No. Well, <laughs> good luck to you guys out there. I know it's tough, but um, maybe you could show him the light. Show him the light. And, uh, okay, that's enough of that. <laughs> oh, wait, I got another call. I do got another call. Hold on, this one is for you. <laughs> what the fuck? Who's calling me and crying now? We're sorry. Oh, it did not mean to hurt your feelings. We apologize. This is not what this is meant to be. We're just trying to help you along the way here. Again, Teams to Services, call them up. Call up Jamie Holligan. Hello? I have a feeling we're not in Kansas anymore. There you go. There's no place like home. There's no place like home. <laughs> All right, that was uh, a fun part of the show. <laughs> but we do have help. Teams to services. Uh, Greg Kerwood says 22 fours don't work Monday. Uh, do you guys have one day layoffs? Well, uh, normally we don't, but it looks like we're about to have a one day layoff. Is that what the company had said? Was that something they uh, proposed? It is something in the contract. I don't know exactly where it is, but it is uh, layoffs, uh, uh, one day layoffs. They do have that in the contract. Wow. In a supplement. I, I got to read that. Elliot, pull out the know. book. Who's here? Who's on? Who's got the book? Who's got the book? He's got the book. He's got the book. Let our He's young brother something. Elliot check it out. Right, He'll see. find it for us Let's quick. This guy's an encyclopedia. <laughs> uh, they, they, the, um, not the, um, not the, uh. What was the layoff languages on the article? Oh, man, I was looking it up not too long ago for something. So many, it's so many articles you don't remember which one is which. For real, you know who's who's good at that? Rocky. Oh, Rocky's really good. Rocky with that. is just oh, he is. don't need you don't even need there the book. Uh, where it is. So Rocky don't even need a book. You tell him what you ask him a question about an article. And he need to organize the book better. Put it what what how do you want it you can, in alphabetical can, order? No, because they have stuff that. Do you want an audio book? Do you want it to read to you? No. They, <laughs> You be looking for something that's that's dealing with seniority. They put it See, under management or something. Here. That's the thing. Because, I mean, yeah, here's the layoff language in seniority. But that's the thing. If they're having 22-4s working, that's correct. Us work the Saturday before, I don't see how they can be laying off RPCDs on that They can. They can. They, but they, they're testing the, the, the yeah, contract. That's it. what yeah, they're exactly. doing. Yeah, because if but you, you gotta remember, twenty two fours don't work on Mondays. So right, but it's a you know, that's what they're trying. They're trying to they do that to have the the, R, the RPCDs come in on Saturday right. to make up for their fifth day. 
Yeah, that's what they're trying to do. Yeah. And, you know, some guys will do that. You know, right. they'll say, oh, good, I'll have, you know, Sunday, Monday off and I'll yep. work. Tuesday, Saturday, anyway, and yeah. I'll make the o- I'll make it exactly. I'll make more money with the overtime. But it's bad faith well, of them, you know, because layoffs is supposed to be you know actually when there's a change in volume or something they can move the volume they just don't want to. So exactly, it's, it's not even you know exactly. And, they, and, they and have sh- work going out on and Saturday. short posts and short posts. Right. They should bring those show. We have the you right lay off until you bring. We, the short we should bring back. all that work right back right. to us and stop giving it to the post office because it says you know when FedEx uh, got rid of the short posts. It says that we could go take our show post back, and they're not doing that, you know. So that's another reason why we would say fuck you to your layoffs because you could bring that work back, and it would be enough work for everybody. Oh, not only that, they have work Monday's work going out on Saturday. All right, we got Joe Doherty back on the line. Hey, what's going on, boys? What's up, brother Joe? <laughs> you know, I play your song, Joe. They put my song on. Beautiful. <laughs> Beautiful. <laughs> I wish you were here, Joe. I would have had some proper 12 for you. I know, proper 12. I just bought some Guinness. Like, it would have been great. What did you say? Some proper 12 for you. Proper 12 for you. Proper 12. <laughs> uh, sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt your uh, your uh, your layoff talk. Keep no, going. no, no. Go right ahead, Joe, please. Uh, no, listen, it should be if, it, if they... If they do get away with something like that, even for a little short time, then the senior guys on, on that do work Monday should grieve Article 6, extra contract negotiations, oh. and then uh, seniority, because that's a six-day yeah. punch they should be offered. You know what I mean? So it's um, even if the company does get away with it for a while, it's up to the senior members to grieve that seniority and extra and Article 6 that it's uh, it's going into extra I'm, agreements I'm su- to I'm get sure your five not worrying about. I'm sure they're going to still offer it to the seniority guys, but they're trying to sort of like not... Not saying they're forcing them in, but sort of forcing them in to work on Saturday for their fifth day. Because if you know, if, if they don't work Monday, they're going to want to come in on their fifth day. Well, and, and that's why that's why I think they'll try and take it out of seniority order because right. they're going to not want to pay the six day punches. They're just going to want that to be a fifth day for yeah. the guys to take off on Monday. But they just—I don't see how they can do this. It's it's an artificial reduction in volume, you know. It's they're they're trying to create the layoff because they could just move the volume, you know. They can't they can't get away. Yeah, they're sending a lot of a lot yeah. of Monday work and they're putting it on Saturday. Yeah, exactly. Right we we're delivering ground, you know. It's not special Saturday packages mostly. Yeah. Not not only that, I've only I've I've only ever once heard of a a one day layoff, and that was a long long time ago. Um, and it only happened once, so I don't know about any one day layoffs that they can do just for just for a certain amount of people. We shall see what's going on. We also got to stick together. We also got to yep. have these drivers not, you know, take a uh, cold 26 and go home mm-hmm. and say, I'm here to work. This is when I came. I, I'm coming here to do my 40 hours for the week. Yep. So, you know, it, it depends on, you know, these guys, You're man. You know, a lot. They were always finding this. This is, this is what I told a lot of guys. You know, all those cold 26, the only thing you're giving them is ammo. You're giving them ammo to do fucking... To not give, not hire more full time workers, not you know, not put more work out. Come on, man, guys, yep. this is your future. You, you know, this is a career. This is a good paying yep. job. This is a good pension job. You gonna fucking it all up, man, by not coming into work. Absolutely, Simple as that. Absolutely, health, health and welfare, and the pension you're, you're you're fucking. You know what I mean? It's not. But listen, that's that's always been there. And, uh, we can just affect the people that want to be affected. There's there's guys out there that just don't want to be. The membership sometimes is our own is is the worst enemy. You know. I agree. I totally agree with that. 
Um, Anthony, to go on your um, I know you called me about the Laurelton situation. I think it was a great show of solidarity. I do agree with Hector. There should have been more people there. We got a few people. I'd say what we had most at 70, 70 people there, which Mm -hmm. I don't think is a great showing for for, for a call for 10 people that got wrongly fired. I think we, we, we should have had more people come whether it be from other buildings or whatever, but I, I don't know. It wasn't, it wasn't a great showing for, uh, for, for people that got fired for absolutely nothing. And we're just trying to show some solidarity out there. Well, a lot of people don't have days and stuff like that. Right now. Well, neither did I. I got up before. You don't, you don't need days. You need to come in early before your start. If your start time's at eight 30, get there at seven o'clock at least and show at least mm-hmm. an hour and a half of being with your union don't come yep. in at 8 25 and run right through us and say I, i'm running late come on I mean, man for the Lowelton building, come on yeah, man especially they should have been there at least come on it, it was a lot of guys that yeah. did that and that shit was not it was uncalled for they should have came in a little right. bit earlier uh, hour of your day is not gonna hurt you it's gonna show that the, that we no. all together and the more people they see there the more the fucking company gets all shook up bro you yep. have to. I, I, to, I totally agree. If you are from the Lowelton building and you're a driver, you should definitely have been there at least an hour before your start time. I well, totally even agree. if you're not from the Laurelton building, it doesn't take much just to wake up that little bit early and spend 45 minutes. Even like I, I had to leave at, you know, 7:30 to get back to my building for work. You know, it's just it's just showing a little bit of support, showing up for an hour, showing them that we we're the ones with the numbers, labor earned. You know. Yeah, man. You're right. Absolutely. I still love you, Jamie. Just, yeah. No, well, I saw earlier than you. So, well, well you know, I saw it at I, 7:20. Oh yeah, okay, okay. <laughs> Obviously, the the largest amount of numbers would have been from that Laurelton facility, being that those people work there already. But it was yeah. nice. Again, on the positive note, it was nice that so many members came from other buildings, like yourself, yes. Frank, Bobby. So many members came out from their areas to come down and show some support. I know there are a lot of members that are on the safety committees, and that would have been even tough for them because they mm-hmm. start, you know, working very early. But we appreciate all all the the members that came and showed love from other buildings. That was huge, and. You know, not to mention there was a lot of politicians. A lot of the part timers were there showing solidarity. Uh, yes. it, it was it was a nice turnout. Yeah, it wasn't all uh, that, but we had we had a lot of members from the DSA. We had a lot of members from from the politician standpoint. People that were following, uh, uh, just Teamsters, Teamster people that people that are just helping and supporting Teamsters in general, which I thought was pretty huge. So it was nice to have that. Got a couple of members from the TDU there. It was nice to see even Dave Levine came out and showed support. Um, you know, and it was it was I thought there was a, a grand gesture like a lot of people just coming from out their way to come show support for these uh, ten part timers who lost their jobs. So that was a good yes. thing. Um, um Hector, in your opinion when it comes to I'm switching back now, I'm going to layoffs game right. my mind is ticking. Um be, you have to even if they pulled guys in for Saturday that didn't work Monday, you were available to work Monday, they laid you off. You should still get time and a half, yes? Uh, yeah, they're gonna pay you okay. time and a half. That's your six day punch. Anybody well, they're gonna that comes try not in, to, I'm sure. Uh, no, they better. I mean, <laughs> please, they're gonna try to do anything. They're gonna try yeah. to come in. They even told some of the guys in the Bronx that if you do come in on Saturday, I'm gonna give you an additional four hours. Where the Beautiful. fuck are you gonna get that additional four hours? You fucking lying motherfucker! They trying Can to we get, get that in the contract. You know, it's great. like it's like telling a little kid, "Yo, you want a candy? Come over here." You know what the fuck, man. They fucking lie. Donuts in my back pocket. <laughs> you know, 
I mean, I don't do that. Jamie does, but you know, that's that's besides the point. <laughs> that wasn't funny, Joe. I know. No, sorry, I wasn't laughing. It was something else. Something I read earlier. <laughs> yeah, but that's what the company's gonna do. They're gonna try to fucking you know uh, sweet talk them, and now they're even more fucked because now <laughs> Mother's Day is coming, and yeah. they're gonna oh, they, yeah. they they they're gonna be. Scrambling for fucking people to come in on that Saturday for that Mother's Day oh, yeah. uh, flower they thing. Always do. Oh, oh my that's God. when we get all the teddy bears and flowers. And, yeah. You know, I can't say a certain thing because they'd be, you know, whatever. But you know, yeah, yeah. <laughs> if it was me, yeah, yeah, I got you. If it was me, <laughs> this is what I would do. This is what I would do. <laughs> But uh, it is what it is. But that's what the company's going to do. You know, they're going to try to sweet talk you, bring mm -hmm. you donuts, bring you some White Castles. What we will say, what we will say and what we can say is just don't forget when they ask you to do those favors for them. Don't forget that they try to fire your brother and sister. Don't forget that they're trying to fire 10 part-timers right now out of Laurelton. Don't forget that they try to fire two hard-hitting shop stewards. Don't forget these things. When, when they ask you for those favors... Please do yourself a favor and just think really long and hard before you decide and say, no, I what I want really? them to do, what I want them to do is when they are in that in that situation that they in the office ready to lose their job. I want them to bring up that favor. Ooh. I would love to hear Ooh. someone says, hey, remember I did that favor for you. I'm going to tell you exactly what they're going to say. Uh, I don't remember I don't that remember favor. That. Fuck you, you, you you're mean, fired. You mean when you came in and worked on Black Friday? Like, I don't remember I'm not, that. I'm not going to fire you now. <laughs> yeah. oh, oh, you mean when, when you came in on that Saturday before Mother's Day because I asked you to? Uh, guess what? I'm still going to fire you. What favor? You didn't do no favors for me. You're fired. Wait a minute. You mean that day that you asked me if I could, uh, you know, let you take a day off and give you a Saturday of work? And uh, this is what happened. And now you're what? Thinking that I'm not going to fire Listen, you? Listen, just when you're in that situation and you're in that room, please bring up your favor that you gave them. Please. I want to hear it. I really do. I really want to hear that favor. <laughs> Think about it. When, when you're in the office because you forgot to close your bulkhead door or maybe Didn't scan you're in the, the package. Office, <laughs> right, because you forgot to scan a package. You forgot to put the cross. The, the cross. Yeah. What is it now? Uh, the the uh, service cross. Service cross. Yeah. There you go. I was I was testing you out, bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you pulled over and you didn't put your hazard signals on. <laughs> you know. Let's. Uh, what else? Uh, and that, and that, that, being but, that you but, that up, I don't understand but, that. But Mr. Talk legally. What's his name? Why Joe Remo. Uh, oh, Mr. Mr. Who? But 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 Mr. Remo. Remember when I came in on that Saturday because you needed me so desperately. <laughs> Um, you know, that's exactly how they're going to sound when you uh, exactly. come up the, with your favor, uh, the favor that they that you did for them. Uh, as soon as they ready to fire you, this is but wait exactly. a minute. I worked my whole week's vacation at straight time uh, for you. They, they, the, um, not the, um, not the, uh. I didn't even put in a grievance. Hey, when Hector Fortis got my money from me, I actually ripped up the check. All right, this is management. I have something to say. <laughs> You're fired. <laughs> Yeah, we could have a lot of fun with this. <laughs> so please, as a member, do yourself a favor. Think about it. When they're asking for favors, think about 
Well, you know, it's your decision, obviously, but you think about it. You think about all they've done to your brothers and sisters, and you ask yourself if. And for those for guys <laughs> that hang out with management and go have a beer with them. <laughs> <laughs> This is this is what you'll be singing in the office. Toto, I have a feeling we're not in Kansas anymore. Because that's what you're gonna feel like you're not in Kansas anymore. Because you're gonna feel like you're in a totally different world. Because just just yesterday I was hanging out with this guy and now he's firing me. What the fuck, man? Uh, they they the um. The our brother J Dubs, our brother Joe over there in Suffolk says I don't think they can lay. Uh, it says uh, if work is available, they are not allowed to lay people off. Uh, Dubs 804, the other Dubs, uh, now they are bringing us in for not punching in lunch. Yeah, let me talk oh, about wow. that. Yes, I'll talk do. about that real quick, guys. Uh, they are bringing guys into the office. I got to move this table. Can I move it a yeah, little yeah, bit? Yeah. Because I'm You're getting good. a backache, okay. uh, even though I didn't do much. But yeah, Get a pillow and put it yeah. on Hector's back. Yeah, Hector, there you, you need go. a pillow. Fuck <laughs> you know, I'm not I'm not comfortable in my studio, and I'm not comfortable at all. You got that chair, dude. Got, at his house, he's got a fucking super chair. That thing, I think, has massage buttons on it. I cannot compete with that. Heck. So now with this new program that they have in the diet board, you have to put in your lunch because of the... I mean, if you take lunch and you forget to put it in your lunch, it becomes... And then you get paid for it. Now, if you forget to put in your lunch on a Tuesday and you went Wednesday and said, listen, I forgot to put in my lunch, you let them know... You know that you're doing that and not get paid for it. They could take it off because it automatically pays you now. So if you see a, a, a you know five hours in your check for the week and you don't say nothing to them, they will bring you in the office for deceiving the company and theft of money. Okay, because you know they like to steal money from us and we make noise about it. And now when you're stealing money from them, we're not we're not talking about it. So. My advice is that if you are, if you do forget for some reason not to put in lunch and you did take your hour lunch, but you did not report it and they pay you for it, you have to tell them to take, a, take it off your check. Because if you don't tell them that, you know, they paid you for that hour that you didn't oh. even work, you are now deceiving the company and dishonesty as theft of money. Okay. So, so what, so what happens now? When you, these guys, they run through the route and they don't take their lunch. Hold They're up. not putting it Somebody's in. Somebody's on the phone on the route right now. <laughs> oh, what's somebody doing? Somebody's on the route. UPS. Oh, those guys? Those guys that run like that? <laughs> those guys are running. They don't want to talk anyway. They they busy. Uh, well, the guys that are, are running through the routes, you have to put in your lunch, period. It's, it's, it's simple as that. Listen, I, I always had a target on my back, and I always did everything by the methods and procedures. Sometimes, you know, you slip. Sometimes, but you, if you slip once, you slip. But if you're doing it constantly and you think that you are, you know, smarter than the company, this guy's got technology that they've been in business for a long time, they're going to catch it. They might not. They might not want to deal with you now because you probably one of those guys that run and then your numbers are good or good. At, but if you fuck up that one time, then that didn't scan the package or, or flag the package or whatever the fuck it is that they feel that the corporate office is telling them this motherfucker fucked up. All that shit comes out in the picture. All that, all that lunch shit comes out, and then they, they come in. They look for you. They they get you for dishonesty. They get you for deceiving the company, and then they fire your ass. 
So don't do it. If you have a lunch, take your lunch. You know the, the rules, four to five hours, right? Is that right? Yeah. Okay. And between the hours of 12 and 3. Well, because you have guys that are putting lunch and they're going home at 2 o'clock and they're putting lunch from 2 to 3. Oh, my yeah. gosh. Yeah, I know. Go ahead. Oh, but this, is what, this is what we, this is what we do. <laughs> All right. So... Um, one of the members is asking what number we're up to on the feeder list. Uh, I'm going to try to get in touch with Tony Resiglione. They're on 2001. I, 2000, I thought it was 2000. No, no. The number is 17. Oh, I think 1800. The last, 1800. 1800. 1800. Tony says 1800. Okay. 1800. Because the last time I looked, it was 1750. So now it went up. So 1800. But everybody gets a number? They get a number. Yes. Anything else? I'm trying to fix this mic. Hold on. Uh, well, and and just for everybody knows, the whole six-day punch thing, uh, it's all overtime. And uh, in case you're wondering, no, it does not contribute to the pension because uh, the pension Only is straight time. 40 hour work week. That's what your pension is all about. Every 40 hours of work that you do. Straight time. At straight time, not overtime. Um, what else do we got to talk about, boys? You guys want to, Elliot? You're new. You're you're first time here on the show. Uh, do you have anything you want to tell the members that are listening? Is there anything in particular that that you feel you want to get out there, or things that people should do? Mm. Come on, it's got to be something, Elliot. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. Come out, come out Monday if you can. If That's right. Absolutely. Turn out your brothers and sisters too. I know I'm going to try to. You know, I was thinking what Joe was saying. I think it's on us too to try to to turn people out. You know, it's our responsibility. So I'm going to text a few people. You know. Yeah, there you go. That, yeah. There you go. We appreciate you, Joe. I mean, <laughs> Elliot. Um, another thing, uh, we not just turn out. Somebody scratching something? Brushing something? Oh my god. Who's fucking brushing something? Niñitos de mi corazón. Ha llegado el momento de decirles. Muy buenas noches. Y hasta mañana, mis chiquilines que duerman bien. I haven't heard that since I was like, I think, seven years old, dude. Holy shit. I, I was going to use that for the, like, the end of the show the whole time, you know, but everybody don't understand no, Spanish. No. My grandmother used to make sure that was on, and she was like, oh, there he is, the little, the, the, she used to call him el perrito, the yeah, little they, dog. Yeah, they used to come at a certain time. Yes. That's that was bedtime that for us. That was when we knew we had to go to sleep. That's correct. Mm -hmm. Well, you got to remind people, this is the last week to use your personal uh, here we go. Jamie the downer. Days. <laughs> you know, I do have them. something. I do have something, actually, about what we were just talking about with lunch, you know, and about doing favors, especially for the new people, you know. what I think what they need to know is that it's uh, – you're never going to be able to get on their good side by doing enough favors, cutting enough corners or whatever that's going to protect you. The only way you protect yourself is actually by following the methods to the T, following the contract to the T. And because you know what they actually want, we were talking about this the other day, is they want, they don't want people to follow the methods. They want guys to cut corners, mm -hmm. run off the routes, and then they use it against you like blackmail. They're like the mafia. So then when they call you in the office, <laughs> then they can fire you if they want, if you ever turn against them, if you ever file a grievance. So guys are always running, and then they're scared because they know they have all this dirt on them, and if they ever want to stand up for themselves, they get fired. So the, the only way to go is the, the way of following the methods and the contract. That's the one thing I wanted to add. Good shit, Joe. Good shit, Elliot, man. <laughs> well said, man. Well said. Absolutely. <laughs> 
Well, I'm I'm just going to remind everyone that, the, like I said, the last this is the last week to use your sick whatever accrued sick time you have before it gets paid out automatically, and then we get our new sick days and OPAs days. Let, 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 let's talk about that, about sick days and whatever you have left and what is it. Listen, guys, it's the physical year with the sick days. Just because you're getting new sick days on May 1st doesn't mean you're going to go crazy because you had 15 call outs the year before, which comes up to, you know, you're just adding on. Just because you get new sick day doesn't mean your record clears up and right. then you have another six day to uh, take off. That's, 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 that's not the way it works. The way it works is per physical year. So let's say Monday, tomorrow, you took off last year, your day would drop off tomorrow when you come into work. It doesn't mean that it's going to go away on May 1st, that everything behind you is going to get cleared, and then guess what? You at zero. That's not the way it works. So get it straight. I know a lot of people get confused with that shit, so. Greg Kerwood at a local 25 is digging you, Elliot. <laughs> he says, that kid is awesome. And a reminder yeah. that our next general membership meeting is Coming up soon! Wow, May twenty third. That's a. I wish I, I wish it was outside to tell you the truth because I'm tired of this Zoom shit. I am so tired. Yeah, I think that's on Zoom too, right? Zoom, yeah. uh, Zoom. I wish we could do something outside in the near future soon. I need to, you know, like someone was saying, Carl was saying that he needs that brotherly love. Yeah, he needs yeah, to speak yeah, to that people. That camaraderie. You, you know? know, what the fuck? Yeah. I, you know, I'll stand out there and take everybody's temperature. I don't get it. <laughs> don't turn around, motherfucker, because I won't take the temperature from your ass. So, you know, <laughs> yeah, I'll take a temperature, you know, just to get everybody together and, and just feel the, you know, something normal again, because that, that, that Zoom shit is so fucking, it's tiring, man. You know, you gotta, you know, you gotta, Put your picture. Uh, you got to turn. You don't have to turn it on, but I turn it turn it off yeah. and just put the teams to the emblem. But I, it's tiring already. I'm tired of that. I want to do something in the outside with fresh air and yeah. just see people that we haven't seen in a while. <laughs> see who got fat. See who got skinny. They're gonna look at me. They say, "God damn, but you better go back on Zoom, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> you got a face for radio, bitch." <laughs> Hector, I had a um, I had a question for you. Oh um, shit! I didn't even know. Oh, I'm still here. I'm not going anywhere. Um, I, I didn't even know you were still there. Yo, I'm like, oh. yeah, I'm like that bad uncle you can't get rid of. Just drinking, <laughs> disturbing parties. Um, I wanted to ask, <laughs> Hector, you've been to a delegate selection before. Now, when it comes to, because um, I was looking at the the things they want to get done at the delegate selection. Um, so they want to. Uh, they want to bring rank and file members into into IBT negotiations. They want they want to do a few things. How many of those do you actually get? Do you get all the things that are listed, or do we only get a few a few of them? Well, it, it depends on who's in office. You know, okay. right with with these guys that is in office, uh, mm -hmm. uh, you're not going to get everything you want. You're not probably going to get half, not even a third of it. But if you have a new administration in there, I'm sure the new administration is going to give a lot of rank and file, you know, room to come in and learn about what it's all about. You know, these guys that were in the office in the IBT, they didn't want to educate people. They don't want to educate. Really, they don't we're want the only ones, right? 
that have rank and file members involved in in the in negotiations? No, we, they have rank and file involved in a lot, of, but a lot of locals that are Hoffa locals, they didn't okay. want that. You know, like okay. six two three has a rank and file in in the negotiation. We have a, a rank and file in negotiation. Mm-hmm. I mean. Uh, Eddie Viata did, overdid it because he was trying to make everybody happy and he had like 30 people in uh, negotiation but you know you don't want 30 people there you want the people that are teams to fighters like yourself that agrees the contract and that can contribute to what's wrong with the contract that will tell us what to say you know to change the contract or the language or whatever the case may be you can't, can't. You just can't put people in in that negotiation that don't never read the fucking contract in the world and never put in agreements. And that's what he had there. He had people there that he was just doing it as a friendly thing, and they didn't know the contract. They never read the contract. They never fought for grievance. We need people that's gonna fight for the membership. That's gonna be in there. That's gonna that reads the contract. That puts in grievances and know what language needs to be changed. And we're only going to get it from the guys that write all these grievances and see that the language is wrong. You know what? I mean, what would you like to see get passed? Though, right? I think they were Hold talking on. about internationally no. having ranking power members. That I'm glad you bring that up because that's what they're talking about here. One, and, and Rosie, Rosie was one of the uh, one of the women who was asking about this one particular proposal. Uh, it says right to leaders with rank and file experience requires that candidates for international union leadership actually have experience working as rank and file teamsters. Yes. So because uh, the Viarma slate has two that have never been teamsters, right? Right. And and not only that, if 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 that was actually a law in place, Hoffa would have never been able to run because exactly. Hoffa was never a rank and file exactly. teamster. So yes. you know he's a lawyer. These are correct. You know, uh, uh, he was a, a lawyer, and then he, you know, he was able to run on the name. He ran on the name. Let's be real. Yeah. And and he got his ass kicked by Ron Carey, and Ron Carey, you know, of course, right after he went on strike with UPS in '97, they tried to do kind of what they did to Tim to him. They they yes. hit him with these bullshit charges and allegations, and mm-hmm. uh, he was later on exonerated of all charges, but. It took years. It took a few years yes. for him to be exonerated. And, you know, the poor guy ended up dying, you know, probably by himself with just some family around him, you know? It was actually pretty sad because he was one of the strongest union. And you know, Joe, how I feel. I know you, you're feeling the Ron Carriness because I know you did a lot of research on him yourself after a few conversations. So there are a lot of proposals uh, uh, that are coming out. And yeah. um, people want to know. People want to know what what they are, and some of them that O'Brien. Well, yeah, especially because uh, on the on the Viarma slate, I'm not trying to dissuade anyone from for, for any way, you know. But on the Viarma slate, we got this guy Rabinowitz, and he's just a a lawyer from California. Never never was a teamster, and he's he's in his trustee. It's like, well, why why can't we find another good teamster to take that position? Mm. They got none. They got none. That's why. But it yeah. it is it is. Um, well, I was going to say, I want to touch up about Tim Sylvester's charges being dropped and, and what, what came to that. A lot of people are probably asking, you know, what happened to that. Um, if you want to talk about that or we're done with the contract thing. Um, yeah, well, yeah, we could we could talk about that because Tim Sylvester is actually an integral part of what's going on. Uh, he He was a member who was also, you know. Uh, his his reputation was kind of tarnished for a little bit because they tried to uh, listen. It was a a minor error on his behalf. 
of taking some money that was completely well deserved because it was their vacation pay it's just the way he went about doing it was able to bring about charges upon him and not announcing it to the membership correct right? not announcing it to the membership and hoffa told him not to do it because he knew tim was running against him so hoffa played a, and that's why the arbitrator ruled that there was a a strong um how do you put it, it there was a strong bias bias there by the by the other slate so that was intentionally right wow. well you know it's it's, it's it's only right by the bylaws that members do have to know what money is being spent out it was their money i'm not they, they didn't steal any money because that's what the old executive board was putting it out that they would steal they stole two hundred thousand dollars they they did not steal the money it was their money from the get-go remember they were in office for six years it's sometimes and i'm telling you i'm, I'm on the job it's sometimes you can't even take a week vacation because of the fact of so many hearings or whatever the case you have to take but you know Vinny, make sure he told us you better take take your vacation we'll we'll uh put another ba there to do whatever we got to do and it's working out fine but you know in their case yeah. They had, you know, a lot of per a lot of people there that had more than 25 years on the job. And, you know, in the company, you only get, you, you know, when you come into the union hall, you don't get more vacation time. You get the same vacation time UPS, the company gives you. So if I have 14 years on the job, I only get three weeks vacation. So that's what I'm allowed at the hall to have three weeks vacation. Now, these guys, Tim Sylvester, uh, Reynolds and all of them, they had more than 25 years on there. So they had six weeks of vacation every time they renewed. So, you know, they were six years in office. So sometimes you can't take a vacation. Sometimes you could. But whatever was left over was their vacation time. It, it's not like they stole the money. Right. The only problem was that, it you was know, such it a was a large sum of money. It was a large. It was over $200,000 that was laid out after they uh, lost office. And, you know, it was it should have been. And I'm sure the members would not disapprove. But it had to be done by that. And the old executive board, you know, this is this was their way of saying, I ain't gonna have these guys running against us right. again because they barely won with seventy points or right. seventy votes. Right. So you know they they looked for that instead of paying attention to the membership when they got into office, they were paying attention to this kangaroo court shit. Which paying was the, is a good word too because they sure paid a lot of money. They did pay a lot of money. They paid for a criminal lawyer to represent them, and you know the whole nine yards. I mean, they spend a lot of money and they didn't pay a lot of attention to the membership, and they were only paying attention to. Uh, prosecuting another member uh, with this thing could have been solved easily, you know, by uh, telling the members and members would have voted yes to for them to keep their vacation time. So whatever the case may be. So, so do you think do you think something like this? Because you you said that you have to take your vacation. Shouldn't something like this be in writing now that when a new when the e board comes in? Well, let Jamie, them know that you uh, have to take Tim wasn't no the first what. person to take to take uh right to take I, understand, I understand that but when, I understand so that but a lot of other slates did that I understand right. that but Redman now it's to be in writing that when you come in you have to take your vacation there's no holding it unless it's extenuating circumstances that's right. what the bylaws say right that's correct so they they some of them didn't take it and they was their do right vacation time that was their money it was not money you know the first thing they put out was they were stealing money from the from the members they did not steal that was their money that was no. their vacation time it's just that you know you have to by the bylaws you have to let it notify the members that you're taking that lump lump sum of money uh, when you leave office because of your vacations and the members i'm sure will say yes to it because it's their money so it is what it is but the thing is that the kangaroo court took effect with this eddie that they, they all 
always after these guys. They wanted to drill these guys. They thought they had them. You know, they went into this kangaroo court. They went to the IBT. And then, you know, the IBT was like, fuck it. You know, send it back to the, you know, it's only right to send it back and have a, a, a real trial, uh, not a kangaroo court. And Vinny did that. And, you know, it was the vote. The vote was to bring, uh, bring back uh, Tim Sylvester and Jim Reynolds in good standings with the union. So congratulations to them. They are now in good standings with the union. Uh, the, the two years or three years that they've been out. Uh, it goes backtrack, so they're in good standings with the, the the union now. So as of right but now, every member I'm not trying to say has been exonerated because I said in the previous years because I didn't like what he did, and I still don't like what he did. I still disagree with what he did. I think he, he, he should have been for me some kind of punishment, but it wasn't. But it is that's that's my my opinion. opinion okay. And I still stick to my and, opinion. And I, I agree with you, Hector. I, I actually do. But at the same time, bringing up labor charges, no, um, on on members is is, is there's got to be something like extremely wrong for that to happen. You yes. know what I mean? Yes. But you know, if you do something wrong, and the only thing he did wrong, the only thing that I see that he did wrong is that he didn't tell the membership that he was taking the, that lump sum of money. That's all he did wrong. Okay, and it's a mistake. It could be corrected. Just by talking. And that's what I don't like that he did not do. That tell the member yes. that he was taking that amount of money. Uh, even yep. though it was but his money. Even though it was Could the new e-board have done it? To the e-board wanted them. The e-board is like a management team. They want no, you. No, no. The new e-board. No. Us? No. We yes, could. Yes. When, when he left, we did. No, no. Who came on there after him? Strong, right? Yeah. We. they have done it. We could have done that. They could have done that. That it would have been a talk between Sylvester and them, and kill the whole noise. Let's right. bring it to the next general membership meeting right. and saying. let the members vote on it, and you're good. Right. It could have been that way, but no. Their agenda was to right. prosecute these other members, and they wasn't caring about the membership. They went right into office, right into that kangaroo court shit. Okay, in which they did it all wrong. And that's why the IBT threw it back at us to do it the right way. And we did it the right way, and they were uh, clear of all charges, and they are back in good standings. All right. Now, good. now, the guy, the Secretary of Treasury from the last e-book, he's the one and, you know, the guy at 2 o'clock in the morning in Facebook, those are the guys that put charges on them, that actually pursued it with the charges. Mm. And when it came down to this um, courtroom now, the you know the the executive board yeah, courtroom. They sent them letters saying that to come in to represent their case towards Tim Sylvester and the rest, and uh, Jim Reynolds, and they refused to come to the hall to represent what they they put the charges in for, wow. which is was better for Tim Sylvester because you see that it was all political for these guys in in the three years. They didn't want they didn't even want to testify towards what they charges they put in. So you can see it right there that they was all bullshit. It was a kangaroo, and we spend a lot of money on that kangaroo court because you're talking about members being pulled. You got lawyers there. You got you know you got the whole executive board there. You got that's a lot of money. That's a lot of money that they wasted for bullshit that they they should have just done right after they took off and then talked to Tim Sylvester. And I, and hopefully we don't have no more of that ever again here. Real, real quick, uh, before I forget, there's a, a driver in Boonville, Mississippi. Uh, he was severely, severely injured. Uh, he had like five stops left, and some woman going about 60, 70 miles per hour rammed right into his truck. 
uh, they literally had to use the jaws of life to remove him out of the vehicle of the of the uh, the company vehicle. His left leg and ankle and uh, right wrist were all broken. His leg was basically crushed from the knee down. His foot was nearly completely sliced off. He's uh, um, he has two huge open wounds in his leg, which he needs like uh, tissue that they're gonna get. Uh, they're doing surgery where they're gonna get some tissue just to close the wounds. They don't know if he's gonna need to have his leg amputated. This happened a few days ago. His wife uh, took pictures of the vehicle. Uh, her name is Michaela Cabral. The driver's name is Hector Cabral. And, and again, he's from Boonville, Mississippi. If you guys can show them some love, they have uh, two young autistic twins that are little girls. And the mothers had trouble trying to go back and forth to the hospital and take care of them. They have a seven-year-old and they have a two-year-old. So, you know, if they can get some help, that would be great. They have a GoFundMe page. Uh, it's called the Hector Cabral and Family. Um, their goal is only ten thousand dollars. They're up to about seven thousand four hundred. So if we can get them that extra few grand that they're just trying to get, please try to look out and try to help them out. Um, you know the GoFundMe page again. As I said, it's Hector, uh, like you, Hector, and uh, last name Cabral, C A B R A L, and family. So try to help them out. They're they're from Boonville, Mississippi. Boonville. Uh, he's from the Boonville, Mississippi hub, and uh, they're just trying to get a little help. So thank you. Thank you guys for uh, trying to help us with that. As you guys know, time is almost up on our show. Uh, we would appreciate anybody to, um, to, to that's listening. Uh, as always, you can just download the app on Google Play Store. Download the MixLR app. Make an account. Like us. Follow us. You know, join the chat. We love when people join the chat because we can go back and... Uh, and uh, we can go over the questions that are put in the chat and speak to the members directly. Uh, we always have plenty of members on there from Pennsylvania, from Boston, from California. We appreciate you guys. Always a big shout out to Gemini and Tow Truck out in California. Uh, hey, did you hear what it, they were talking about today? I didn't get a chance because I was on a Zoom it's meeting. A, some, something's going on with the sleeper team language. Yeah, I was hearing something about the sleeper team language that, also. That they're trying to change the language or something about... I'm not exactly sure about the mileage or something like that. So that, that well, I guess that's for the feeders. Well, well, we can get Dean Dawes know. to call in maybe in a couple of weeks and tell us more about what's going on. Uh, I want to thank Who's Young Elliot. The top, the top or the bottom? Uh, the, on the top, right? I want to thank Young Elliot Lewis for coming Thanks by for and, and showing us some love. Uh, appreciate you, Elliot. Thanks for coming. Uh, I want to thank. You're gonna let him talk? Yeah, yeah absolutely. Oh, yeah. Thanks hey. for having me. Yeah, anytime if Jamie, you know, retires. <laughs> I told. I, 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 hey, listen. You know, I'll be. I'll be. He'll be fired by the, the end of the show, right? <laughs> I'm on the list. So. <laughs> <laughs> you can come anytime, and you can even come up to upstate when. You, uh, I'll bring him with me. Yeah. You, go, you can come upstate. You know, see the difference. You ever where, been upstate? Where, 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 I'm from Oregon, actually, originally. All right, because you're gonna see nothing but. You know, horses and cows yeah, out, man. All right, it'll feel like back in Oregon. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I want to thank Jamie Haynes for finally showing up. I want to, <laughs> I want to thank Hector Fortis, our producer, for coming and setting it up and having trouble putting his equipment together Ooh. today. Thank you, Heck. He's like literally holding his <laughs> mic in his hand right now because it fell off the table. Uh, and again, you guys, you can hear us on Spotify. You can hear us on iTunes, Google, uh, Google Play, Google Podcasts. Uh, Podomatic.com. If you want to listen to all the past shows, 
We have a bunch of them on Spotify and other and other outlets, but every single show, you would have to go on to the Podomatic.com. You can date back all the way to when Hector was doing the show with DJ Mixmaster Centronics, and they got shows leading up to when I started, and, and even when Hector was doing it by himself. Please uh, do something with that ponytail in the front of your head, man. Never, man. It's annoying, man. It's all about the curl, baby. Uh, I want to thank all our listeners for coming on the show Thanks today. Superman. And as always, stay united. Solidarity. We're here to put the U back in union. Peace. That's right. After the show, you can look, listen to the show. If you missed the beginning of the show on Show Real, it'll be on Show Real this afternoon, about 20 minutes. And then it'll be on podcast later on today or tomorrow. Whenever you'll get a notice. But thank you for listening to the What the Heck show here on Union Power Radio. Like always, we'll be here every other Sunday with the new host. <laughs> Why you laughing for? <laughs> I'm only kidding. <laughs> Anyways, stay tuned for the What the Heck show here on Union Power Radio uh, two Sundays from now. Thank you for listening and peace out and have a blessed day. <laughs>